Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert. And my definite purpose in life is to encourage people to live positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this radio show at the website journeytosuccessradio.com. I have an amazing guest today. Uh, he is a John Maxwell certified coach, one of the most respected uh, people that I know, uh, John Maxwell. And so I'm excited to have him on. His name's Andreas uh, Jones. He's the leading authority on small business growth and profitability, a number one international best selling author, coach, speaker, consultant, and trainer, and Army combat veteran. Uh, Andreas is the founder of Combat Business Coaching and the Wealthy Business Academy. Uh, service in the U.S. Army forged his character. It tested him, tested his endurance, his faith, and his internal fortitude. And today he describes it as a, a trial by fa- fire and remains profoundly grateful for it. When he finally left the Army, he did so with an astute understanding of self-ownership implementing a vision and the value in establishing trust and reputations. Uh, Jones applied all they had to learn serving his country to a series of jobs that included uh, vice president at SunTrust Bank, and each of his positions have endowed him with the type of knowledge required to start his own business and to provide a workable schematic for others to follow. Andreas has taken his hard-won army lessons into the world of business, where he continues to learn new skill and insight. And each fresh challenge, project, or position has helped him grow into the successful individual he is today. And in his coaching and speaking, he spotlights core concepts of leadership, integrity, and discipline. He prepares people to use these traits to execute their ideas and goals with excellence and precision. Andreas inspires his clients to live lives of significance and build legacies of influence. Uh, I love the word legacies. It's part of my uh, definite purpose is to create a legacy for my life. And so I love that that's what you do. Welcome to the show today. Hey, thank you for having me, Tom. Uh, pretty amazing. As I said, I love John Maxwell. So as soon as I saw you are John Maxwell a certified coach that caught my eye immediately and then of course your book uh, international number one international best-selling book business leaders combat how to keep uh, get and keep an edge over your competitors and win on the business battlefield congratulations on the book all right thank you tom thank you very much uh, amazing uh, accomplishment i love the uh, cover of it as well very well done so let's start a little bit uh 
Uh, you're also going to be contributing to uh, one of my upcoming books, Journeys to Success, Napoleon Hill Inspired Stories. And so let's talk about your journey and uh, highlights uh, that you would like to share with our uh, with our audience. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And um, <clears throat> so my journey, uh, my journey began um, back in Jamaica, uh, where I grew up. Um, I grew up in a family. Uh, my mom, my dad had uh, four sisters and a brother, and my mom, dad, and all his uh, siblings, my aunts and uncles, they all owned small businesses in some form or fashion, uh, from our restaurants to mechanic uh, automotive shops to uh, bars to grocery stores. And so I've pretty much been around business, been around in been around and in the business all my life, um, having some great opportunity to work in those uh, different businesses and summer jobs and able to, to look at the books and um, just just know the inner workings of business um, pretty much all my life. And uh, so that's where my journey started. Uh, I migrated from Jamaica to the States, um, went into the U.S. Army, served in the U.S. Army for nine years, uh, did a tour in Afghanistan, um, which was uh, probably one of the uh, scariest and most fulfilling times of my life. But um, I, I learned a lot of lessons in the Army. I had a lot of great mentors who really helped me develop um, into the person I am today, and uh, that's why I I really I give a lot of credit to the Army and to the people I met in the Army because uh, it has really shaped my life and um, really put me in a course um to, to really leave a legacy um, that that I can be proud of, that my my wife and my, my children uh, will be proud of, and um, that's that's what I boil life down to is uh, the legacy that you live, that you leave behind. Right. And uh, I, I want it to be a great legacy. I want it to be meaningful. I want it to be significant, and um, that that's what drives and fuels me each morning that I get up. Um, it's just know that I'm working towards that goal. And uh, when it's all said and done, um, I can leave something that my family will be proud of. Amen, amen. And a tour in Afghanistan—that uh, must be extremely scary because it seems like you never know what's around a corner, what's been planted in the ground, what scheme the enemy has for blowing you up and killing you, and yet at the same time, an enormously necessary. Uh, country for uh, the army to be in. So, a uh, little bit about how, like, wh- what made you decide to get into the army, and then how do you overcome what must be enormous fear while also serving with bravery and courage, and uh, uh, and serving, you know, one of the proudest organizations on the planet. Well, um, so. That, that's a, a great question, and I, I think um, the fear, the fear, the, the, the fear of being there is, is definitely um, there's a lot of fear. But um, being soldiers, uh, we're not trained to 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 ignore fear. We're we're trained to embrace it and use it as as fuel, use it as um, motivation for us to to do something better. And um, the biggest thing that I, that I've learned from the army is that. Um, we don't fight. We don't fight for, you know. We serve our country, but that's that's not our big why. Our big why when we're in Afghanistan, when we're in any war zone, 
is the guy that's next to us. That's the reason why we fight. We fight to make sure that each and every one of us comes back home with all limbs and all faculties in place, and that's that's why we fight. That's why that's our purpose to to make sure each and every guy that steps foot in Afghanistan step back from the state, um, you know, fully functional and ready to embrace life again. And so I think that 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 distinction was so 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 big for us in the army that it really got us outside of ourselves. So even when we were scared, even when there was a lot of uncertainties, we knew that that guy beside us, that guy or girl beside us, had a family back home, had something they're doing back home, and our number one goal and purpose is to get them back home safe and sound. And so, you know, that's just a part of the military culture, and um, that that has really been a guiding force in my life ever since learning those lessons. And um, it was also fulfilling being in Afghanistan um, because we're able to help people. We're able to, to build schools. Um, I personally worked on three different schools. Um, we fed children. And so that part of it doesn't get a lot of highlights in the news, and that's okay. But um, that was really fulfilling for me. And um, another great thing that happened is that um, when we had, like, um, babies that was born on the, on the Army bases, they gave the babies, like, our names, like, American names. Oh. And so that that's part of my legacy. That's somebody has my name in Afghanistan right now. And that that's part of my legacy. And that that's really fulfilling with all the chaos that's going on. That That's really fulfilling to take a step back and know that someone really appreciates you for being over there. That's kind of a unique. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to tell your wife about it when you got home, right? We have another child <laughs> in Afghanistan. <laughs> that is quite a way to continue on a legacy. Someone has your name that you were able to assist and benefit. Yeah, and, you know, it, with all things, it's in, it's in consideration because I tell people all the time that, 95% of the people in Afghanistan are really great, nice people. Like They're really nice people, really love us, the, the military, the United States, and, and their allies being over there helping them. And, you know, it's just the, the good gets mixed with the bad, and it kind of leaves a stain. But I, from my personal experience, 95% of the people were great people. They were very nice to me and uh, my friends that in the area that we served. And... um I have nothing but good good thing to say about the country of Afghanistan because it it is one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life, but also one of the most fulfilling things I've I looked at. I have pictures that I'll cherish and I safeguard for the rest of my life because I, those are very important to me. And it was really important to me to to get me on a journey and a road to my purpose and my and my um, mission in life. Because I really realized that it, you know it, it's bigger than me, um, and there's something to fight for. Everyone is fighting for something, right. and so that that was really, really eye-opening and fulfilling experience for me. I imagine must have fortified your courage to, as you say, 95% of people really appreciated you and and your people being there and all the work that you did. Um, you know, when you're facing a lot of fear, if 95% of people had been against you and uh, not happy to have you there, that would have made it 
even tougher, but you could see the evidence every day of the people that were cheering you on and and hoping for the best for your mission and and mm-hmm. that give you a little bit more bravery while you're there. Absolutely. Now, uh a lot of people, uh, especially I found doing uh, these interviews and that, and, and meeting amazing people, successful people like yourself. A lot of people just think, oh, wow, you know, he's so successful, number one international best-selling author, speaker, John Maxwell certified coach. But when you really, really dig into people's past, they face a lot of challenges and struggles, just like everyone else. And so what were some of the uh, challenges and struggles that you faced uh, along your journey to where you are today. Well, uh, I'll say uh, it has been a lot of struggles, and I guess the number one struggle that that I faced on my journey was me, was Andreas. <laughs> I was standing in the way a lot of the times, and um, a lot of the times um, it was just me, my uh, my my self-limiting beliefs, my um, my my willingness to to defer and wait and just do everything else that I found that um until I until I mastered myself I would never be able to to really operate on on a high level and really show up and serve serve my clients and be there for my family the way I want to and the way I uh I I want to to leave a legacy and so the biggest challenge I face and I still face every day is me is Andreas Jones isn't that the truth, isn't it? Uh, every day we have each person has fifty to 60,000 daily thoughts. And it's the management of those thoughts that creates our emotions, our actions, and our words. And we are responsible for those thoughts. It's the only thing that God gave us 100% control over. And so mm-hmm. uh, we have to work on ourselves uh, as much as anyone else, don't we? Both of us uh, likely have, uh, I know I do, have negative thoughts throughout the day, but when you're able to recognize them, change them to something positive, create some affirmations, uh, it helps you to live up to what others are paying you for and expecting from you, which is excellence, leadership, small business authority, all the things that you do, uh, but they come from you being the type of person that deserves to have those customers and clients that you do, uh, right? Absolutely. That's absolutely correct. And so that's what uh, I talk about to people a lot is that, uh, you know, uh, self-suggestion, affirmations, auto-suggestion, all those things help you to uh, become the right type of person. Now, what about uh, growing up in Jamaica? Uh, how was that? Uh, was there some challenges and struggles there, and what was it that made you decide to move to the U.S.? Yeah, um, growing up in Jamaica, um, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, it's, a, it's a relatively small country with a population of uh, 2.5 million. Uh, that's just like an average American city, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> it's a real, it's a real um, small country. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, you know, poverty line is poverty level is really high, and just a lot of things going on day to day. And, and um, but it was a great experience for me because I, re- I think I think that experience of growing up in that environment 
really helped me to to push through a lot of challenges that I face now because I have that time of my life to reference and say, wow, I made it through that. I was right. able to do that. I, can, I definitely can do this now. Right. And so even though it wasn't the ideal growing up from my from childhood and all that good stuff, um, I'm able to take a step back and really appreciate it at this point in my life because I've come to that level of awareness that it was necessary for my story, for my journey, and I'm really appreciative of it. Amen. That's, uh, that's the truth. And uh, when you look back on those, as you said, you become appreciative and you think, well, nothing I face could be as difficult as a tour in Afghanistan and growing up where I grew up. But at the same time, it sounds like what an amazing blessing to have a family of business people and entrepreneurs because so many people don't grow up with that example and they think all there is to life is getting a job and keeping a job and uh, mm-hmm. you know staying at that job for their entire lives but if you grow up with entrepreneurs and business people you know that a job is just an option and that yeah. you know, <laughs> there are different ways to start businesses and so uh, that must have been a, a, a real blessing to have that in your family uh, uh, and open your eyes to the possibilities that maybe other people uh, growing up in your same situation never would have conceived as possible. Absolutely. I think um, that's one thing I'm really thankful uh, to my parents for is that, um, you know, they, they, encourage, they encourage me and my brothers that, um, you know, we're not telling you guys to just go to school and get your degree and and um you know get a job their number one advice to us was do something that you're passionate about, do something that serves people, and do something that um is, is bigger than you so on the days when you're not feeling like getting up on the days when you feel like quitting, you can say it's not for me i I have to serve these people I have to serve those people because they need me to show up. What a sounds like your parents were an amazing blessing as well because not a lot of parents are telling their kids that whether they're in Jamaica or any country in the world. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I think I was blessed with um, really great parents. Um, you know, no no family is perfect. We all had our challenges, but uh, at, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for for whatever happened um, growing up, and I, I'm grateful for for the good times and the bad times. It's all part of the journey, you know, and that takes that um, that statement. I, I wasn't able to say that statement a couple of years ago because it, it wasn't true to me, but now I've embraced everything that has happened in my life. I've, I've come to a point where I'm extremely grateful for every single thing, all the good times, all the bad times. I'm really grateful for it, and I'm, and I'm able to, to really – take that and fuel me because I know that I have, I'm working towards something and I needed all of that to shape me and to help me to, to understand life in a different light. Uh, because, you know, even in business or life, um, there's, there, there's not that much difference between people, you know, we're, we're human beings. It's just that everyone has a different perspective on how to look at things. And that that's what makes us human beings great because we all have different perspectives and it, you know, we could be doing the same job in the same business, but you know, you could you could read you're going to reach your customers the way you reach your customer because your voice resonates with them. But my perspective on the same thing 
could resonate with a different set of people, even though we are doing the same business. So it's all about really finding your voice and, and knowing that, that, um, that, that your perspective, um, really matters. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, the Bible says the rain falls on the just and the unjust. So we all face challenges as well as great things in our lives. And, uh, we should never say why me when we face a challenge. So at some point in your life, my life and people's journeys, there's a, turning point when especially going through difficulties when you knew you would make it and uh, you knew you would be able to pursue your god-given purpose uh what was that turning point in your life for you wow that turning point i mean i've done a lot of things up to that point but that turning point for me was um last thanksgiving 2015 um there's a real personal story for me (laughs) yeah But um, Thanksgiving 2015, I spent the day in the hospital um, with my wife. Um, She was pregnant, and we lost the baby, and that's how I spent my Thanksgiving um, in the hospital going through that. Um, But uh, the story leading up to to that, to that, to Thanksgiving Day was the day, a couple days, weeks before that, I've been um, talking to this guy, talking to this guy. To he was helping. I want him to help me, you know, take my business and my my. I wanted wanted his help to take my business to the next level, and I was talking to him, talking to him, and you know uh, the holidays was coming up, so I told him you know you take some time off with the family, and so at the Thanksgiving day we I spent that day in the hospital with my wife trying to help her, you know we were both broken up over the loss of the baby and everything, and then on the next day it was Friday he called and said are you ready to work with me now. I was like, wow, you know, I just lost my my wife, just lost her baby, and it's really not a good time. And he said, he said, you know, he said he apologized. You know, definitely understands a tough time, but he said this one thing to me that that really, that really, that really turned everything for me. He says, if you want success, success is not always convenient. It's not always going to be on your watch, on 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 your timing, and. He said, I can't guarantee you anything, but I can guarantee that if you're able to make this decision right now, I can guarantee it's going to change your life forever. And in that point, I had a decision to make. I, I had I had the perfect excuse of my wife just lost a baby. That was a great excuse to not take action. Um, but against everything that was in me, everything that was in my head, I told him yes. I answered yes to, to that to, to, to that opportunity of working with them. And um, since that day, it, it has been absolutely, absolutely amazing um, the, the amount of growth I've experienced over the last couple of months. And um, I, I'm, I'm grateful that he he stuck up for me, that he didn't allow me to 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 BS myself out of a great opportunity. Right. And um, that was really a great turning point in my life, um, where I was able to to really in a really tough situation, a really you know, not pleasant situation to make a decision that has really turned everything in my business to the next level. Wow. And uh, uh, what a blessing to have someone who cared about you enough that even though they knew the enormous challenge that you had just gone through, that they would kind of not only ask, but kind of push to make you uh, help you make the right decision and at the same time as you said t- 
totally understandable excuse on your part. Most people would not even be able to conceive of any other thought outside of just losing uh, your baby and and spending time with your wife. Uh, Must have been hard to even ponder or think of anything other than that. So a blessing on one hand that someone cared about you to ask and ask again and then a very courageous decision on your part in the midst of Know, probably one of the most the times when someone would grieve the most losing a child. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a really tough time. And, you know, Thanksgiving in the United States was a really big day, and right. you know, so it was it was just not the best way to spend Thanksgiving. And um, but yeah, you know, as you said, I'm I'm grateful that he um, he stuck up for me and he helped me make a great decision. And I, I can't say that I regretted one second of it. It hasn't been easy. Um, <laughs> I've had to do some work now, but it has been a great decision, and um, I, I don't regret it at all. And um, you know, I, you know, I wasn't able to 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 really break it to my wife um, that point because I didn't want to want her to worry about that. But you know, I've since talked to her and let her know everything. And um, you know, she said she said uh, if I came to her at that point, you know. About about the opportunity, she'll probably you know shoot it down or whatever. But she's glad that I listened and um, she understands. And um, you know, I'm I'm just really grateful for that. Amen, amen. And uh, Napoleon Hill talked about it uh, numerous times. Wrote about it. Uh, the best mastermind alliance is between a husband and a wife. Talked about Henry Ford, Thomas Edison. They Absolutely. would never. They would never ever ever have been who they are if it weren't for their wife and it sounds like you have that kind of a relationship with your wife as well oh absolutely absolutely there there there's been plenty of days when i'm like babe this is not working out i don't know i might i just want to do something else and uh you know she was there to kick my butt say get up and go serve people that's what you're in business for right you know so she she she's really my greatest accountability partner and um, she won't allow me to 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 accept nothing less than excellence. Right, and and that's uh, you know that kind of a, a wife as a mastermind partner isn't always just to encourage you. It's sometimes to you know tell you what is right, tell you what you need to do when you don't feel like doing it. And uh, so it's uh, such a blessing that you have that. Uh, mastermind alliance with your wife because if you have a strong purpose for your life and big goals uh, without the support of your wife the odds are enormously high you're never going to make it yeah yeah you know and um, one thing John Maxwell you know tells me um, in our mentoring sessions he's like Andreas you know one is too small of a number for significance he says if you want to do something significant You'll need a real good support system around you, and I, I've really, I've really been careful of uh, let inside my inner circle um, because you know I have such a, a grand dream and goal that I want to to achieve that I cannot allow anybody that that's not there to contribute to to my uh, to my purpose and allow it to to um, de- allow me to detour off that track, and so. A, a great part of being successful is knowing that is having the right people around you at all times. Amen, amen. 
Now, uh, in everyone's life, there's someone who has influenced them more than any other person. Uh, sometimes there's a few. I know Zig Ziglar and Napoleon Hill are mine. Uh, who's mm-hmm. influenced you most in, in your life up to this point? Up to this point, I'd like to say Napoleon Hill um, and John Maxwell. I mean, I read, uh, I've read uh, those guys' books uh, over and over, and um, it's just always, always learn something new when I read those books. It's it's, it's amazing. <laughs> right, I read Think and Grow Rich like thirty times. I still am highlighting things. It's like, hey, how come that wasn't in the first twenty nine editions I read? And yeah, John, it's, well, uh, I Think and Grow Rich is a book is like it's a living, breathing document. It, it, it's right. it's it's an amazing piece of work. Right. And John Maxwell has so many books, but what I love about him is uh, he started as a pastor, so anything he talks about most likely is at least not contrary to uh, Christian beliefs in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so how did you come across uh, Napoleon Hill and John Maxwell? Uh, so um, uh, I came across John Maxwell when I was in my, uh, when I was in my, I was a, pro- I was a project manager at, a, at the Home Depot, and I went to my director, went to my director and told him that I wanted to be a better manager. And he said, okay, all right, um, read this book. He gave me The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And I read that book like eight times. Like I kept on reading it and I went to work and I spoke with him every day about it. I said, I, I know you're busy, but I need to grab 15, 20 minutes out of your day to talk about this because it's amazing. I was just so blown away by the book and the principles, and I kept on talking to him about it. And so I kept, uh, my, the next book for John I, I read was out of 15 um, Invaluable Laws of Growth. And so I just kept on diving into his stuff because it was so engaging. I was learning so much, and I was so excited to tell people about it. Every time I like I read his book, I was like, Dude, you really have to read this book. It's amazing. And then uh, for Napoleon Hill, I've I've always seen, I've listened to a lot of people and a lot of people talk about you know reading reading a book, Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill, and how to save them and um, help them change their lives. I was like, okay, I got to check this out to see what this is about. And I read it the first time. I was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> and then I read it again. And then uh, the third time, I got into a, uh, a group. We did a group study with uh, me and a couple of my friends, and it was just amazing the amount of knowledge we were able to extract, and we're still extracting out of that book at this point. Wow. And isn't that one of the best ways to learn it is with a group of people, friends or people you admire, uh, people who know each other so they can open up and share what their purpose, what their goals, some of the things that they're learning. Uh, then you're not just learning it from the book, but you're learning it from other people's perspectives that you know, admire, and like. Uh, that must have really been a tremendous group. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was a great uh, group of guys. And the, the good thing is that we all... Um, we all have that kind of the same goals of being in business and really helping people, and so that made it great that we were we were congruent in, in the fact that we we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to do, and we knew that the the goal of reading the book and um, studying the book was to to be able to become you know better business leaders and business owners to to sh- show up and serve people in a better way. 
certainly John Maxwell and Napoleon Hill will give you everything you need to know uh, to serve your God-given purpose, serve other people, and earn a good amount of money doing it. And uh, Napoleon Hill and John Maxwell aren't shy that you should earn the very most that you're capable of earning with your skills, talents, and abilities. God gave them to you. Absolutely. Uh, but if he knows that you're going to use them to help other people, serve other people, give to other people... I think God rewards that journey more than someone who wants the big bucks so they have both a Ferrari and a Maserati. Uh, I don't think God's up there uh, rewarding too many of those. And so when you already have the attitude that you've learned from your parents to serve others, uh, when the money increases, the service to others increases, and the money going out to help others increases at the same time. Absolutely. And I think it was uh, Ziger that said... uh, um, if you help enough people, right, get what they right, want. You know, you will get what you want. So I think that's that's a, that's a great philosophy to live by. And I, I think the essence of of being in business, the essence of entrepreneurship, is helping people solve a problem. Because um, everyone has a different problem they're helping to solve. So if you really look at the essence of uh, of business, it's about serving someone, helping them solve a problem. And so a lot of people, you know, we a lot of people get in business sometimes and they, they forget the real core and essence of what business should be about. Right, right, exactly. So that's uh, now brings us uh, kind of to your book, uh, Business Leaders Combat, uh, and your work with as a small business growth and uh, profitability uh, authority and coach. Uh, small business is the key to our economy. Canadian, where I am, and American economy. And so talk about your, your book a little bit, uh, your combat business coaching, and, and uh, you know, some ideas you have for small business people and entrepreneurs out there. Oh, absolutely. So my, the book, Business Leader Combat, um, I really um, wrote this book because I really wanted to, to, I really wanted a guide for myself. It was a guide for me to, to help me navigate a lot of things. And uh, so, you know, I wrote I wrote it to myself, but it, it was good. And uh, my friends and my wife encouraged me to share it with the world. <laughs> I'm glad they they encouraged me to, to do that. But I really um I really wanted something that was able to help me to really understand business in a different light, in a different perspective. And so, you know, knowing my military background, I was like. I, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of passion and experience around being in the military. How could I translate that into the business world? And you know, I, I did some research, read, and found there's a lot of similarities between you know the military um, type leadership and business leadership. Right. And you know, so I was like, okay, wow, this is really interesting. And so I, I started writing. And the biggest takeaway I really want you know, for any business owner or person to read the book is that um, if you really want to 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 be successful, if you really want to take your business to the next level, you have to have really good strategic partnerships. Right. Strategic partnerships and leadership are like two of your biggest things and in, in if you want to have a real successful business that leaves an impact and makes an impact in the marketplace. Because, as, you know, John Maxwell said, you know, one is too small of a number for significance. Right. 
definitely. And so the the the, the book is really about about um, learning how to, to 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 be strategic in your thinking and be uh, knowing that the, the, the tactical the, the operational side of business anyone you know that that's that's learnable at any time but the the, the hardest part of it is is the person that that's running that business right. if uh if that person is not operating at high levels and very effective then that is going to show up in the business because the business is a true reflection of the person in charge of it if you notice like anytime there a business stock is not doing well or it's losing money the first person they they go to when the first person normally gets fired is the CEO because it starts with leadership. Right. And so that that's a big part of the book with helping business leaders understand that you know it's essential for them to to operate and to to be effective because you know if you if you run a small business where it's a one man shop or a multinational corporation where you have thousands of employees, at the end of the day, your business is affecting someone's life. Every decision you make, um, you know, whether you're a one-man shop or a multinational corporation is affecting somebody's life. Right. So at the essence of that, you know, you have to make sure that you're showing up every day, that you're ready, that you are able to execute at high levels and with precision. Right, on a consistent daily basis. Yes. Not always easy. No, it's not. That's <laughs> that's what we need. We all need some type of help sometimes. Right, right. What a great realization for small business people and, and entrepreneurs. And as I said, they are the backbone of our economy. So the work that you do is... Uh, so important for the sustainability of their business and the growth of the the U.S. economy. Uh, so, business leaders, combat. Uh, where do, where's the best way to get it? Uh, Amazon. I guess? Um, it's available on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Very good. You're gonna send me a signed copy. Mm-hmm. I hope. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Very good. One of the reasons I started the radio show is that, okay, A, how can I speak to amazing people, and B, how can I spend less money on books? So my wife is an ah, all That's the time. a great way. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is a great way to do both. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, so business leader combat uh, uh, on Amazon, uh, dot anywhere, Amazon.com.ca, where I live, and uh, uh Andreas Jones, A-N-D-R-E-A-S, and then Jones to uh, look for the book. Um, And uh, looking forward to having you in our uh, Journeys to Success, uh, Napoleon Hill Inspired Stories, Volume 2. We have have Bob Proctor writing the foreword for the book, so... Oh, I'm man, excited. I'm excited about that. Right, right. I was like, okay, I had his personal email, and he replied back within, like, Four hours. I was like, holy wow. cow. My heart was like going crazy. So uh, thank you so much for your uh, time today, uh, Andreas. Uh, we're kindred spirits. We love Think and Grow Rich. We love John Maxwell. And we our purpose is really to serve others. Mine is to encourage people to live positively through challenges. And your market is uh, small business people and entrepreneurs. And those people not only feed their families, they feed a lot of other families as well. 
and so an important, Absolutely. An important mission for uh, both of us. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, continued uh, success in what you're doing, and uh, I'll be following you closely, that's for sure. All right. Thank you very much, Tom. I really Have appreciate you having me here on the show. You're, you are so welcome. Take care. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.